Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James. Founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com, and today I'm being joined with Matt Clark from The Amazing Selling Machine. And today we want to talk to you guys about whether or not Amazon FBA is dead. Is there still an opportunity for someone like yourself to start an online business on Amazon and make money from it? And we also want to discuss and share with you guys some tips if you're considering to start your Amazon business. There's some very important things you want to make sure you're aware of beforehand so that you can make sure that you have the most success possible. So Matt, thank you for coming all the way here to Vancouver and joining me today. Yeah, sure. Uh, To answer the question, is Amazon dead? What have you seen? Because you're working with thousands of people to get started selling on Amazon. So what do you see the opportunity, the challenges with Amazon, and just where it's going? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I mean, like one interesting thing to look at always is, you know, how is Amazon doing as a company? Uh, I mean, their stock price is incredibly high. Their market cap, how valuable the overall company is, is incredibly high. And what matters more to you if you're looking at selling on Amazon or you already sell on Amazon is what are they doing in terms of revenue? 
because uh, revenue is you're basically if you're selling on Amazon, you're getting your piece of that big revenue pie. And their revenue has just been growing like crazy. I mean, for a company of their size to be growing like they are from a revenue standpoint is insane. But it's because they have some a, a massive trend in place. And you know, a lot of things nowadays, it's kind of like you see it on Facebook, on YouTube. There can be kind of a, a winner take all. And so Facebook has dominated almost every aspect of social media. Uh, same thing with Amazon. So Amazon has become this massive player in this huge underlying trend, which is people buying online. It's like, you know, we say this, it almost feels funny to always say this. I feel like I'm like talking to my grandma or something like that because we're like, yeah, yeah, we get it, people are buying online. Yeah. But the eye-opening part is when you look at the stats, it's yeah. still less than 20% of all sales. Oh, wow. Even though I feel like me and, you know, my wife, we personally probably buy, we think anyways, maybe we're just delusional, think of probably buy more like 80% online. Maybe it's because of demographics or something, we're a little bit younger, I do stuff on the internet, I don't know. Either way, all that matters is there's a lot of upside left in more people buying stuff online. Especially if you live in a country outside, I mean, especially the US, probably Canada as well. Uh, but if you live in a different country, um, it's still not quite as accessible to buy stuff online as it is here in North America. Um, you know, over there, they've made a lot of progress and Amazon has been a big factor in that. Like I know when I lived in France for three months, uh, losing track of how long ago, five, six years ago, something like that, trying to buy like a flip chart and some markers and a lavalier microphone on, on online back then yeah. uh, was horrible. It was brutal. Like you, they don't have any selection. It's impossible. All the local stores, for whatever reason, shut down in the middle of the day. It's just completely something I'm not used to. And, uh, but now that's all changing. And a big part of it is Amazon. You know, more people are buying stuff online and Amazon is there to capture all of that. And so if you're somebody looking for a place to sell, Amazon is still a fantastic place, and the data proves it. It's not just me sitting here saying that stuff. The bigger sort of macro-level data proves it. By the hand, like, also have a lot of sort of anecdotal data from our own members, uh, people that have started brand new businesses and are doing, you know, twenty-five, thirty thousand dollars a month. Had a member the other day posted that he's doing, I believe, uh, about twenty-five thousand dollars. He's based out of he sells in the UK, so it's in pounds, but it basically is about twenty-five thousand uh, dollars U.S. dollars. He's doing right now and just started, just got his first product live, you know, like less than six months ago. Oh, wow. And so lots of people like that, you know, it takes a little bit of a ramp up, but like once they get going, I mean, the opportunity is just as good as ever. Sure, there's more competition, but Amazon is also twice as big as it is now uh, than it was, you know, say five, six years ago. And so uh, it's, it's just different. It's, you know, it's, it's not the same. It's not like everyone's going after the yeah. most competitive products on Amazon but there's still tons of opportunity if you know where to look. Yeah, and there's also so many marketplaces now, whereas you know, the US market's still the biggest, but Amazon has grown massively in other countries as well, you know, Australia, India, yeah. Japan. So what are you seeing just in the international growth that Amazon, like how they're expanding internationally? Yeah, so I mean, U.S. still does the majority of their volume uh, because it's been here longer is one big factor. U.S. also is a massive economy. Uh, but there's still a lot of sales happening over, especially in Europe. And uh, Japan is another big place, too, that are already pretty established. And so those are seeing a lot of growth just because they're big consumer markets. And uh, more and more people are buying stuff online. And Amazon has had its foothold there now for years. And uh, so, they, I mean, they're growing like crazy over there. I mean, Germany is huge. The UK is huge. Uh, the kind of other smaller country platforms are also growing very well. Uh, Amazon Spain, Amazon Italy, yeah. uh, and, and lots of other ones over there. And then kind of their, 
more emerging markets for, for Amazon anyways are things like India and they, they just went live in Australia. Yeah. And so those ones are very exciting if you're somebody who kind of lives over there, has access yeah. to those markets. Um, now, if you're just a brand new seller and you're like, I want to build a business, I don't really care where I sell, I wouldn't recommend going to like India or Australia because yeah. uh, there's, sure, there's going to be pretty much zero competition, but the sales volume is also not going to be as high as it is on some of the other platforms and it quite hasn't reached that tipping point. Like, we didn't even see that some of the European marketplaces really reach that tipping point of like, you know, there's low competition, but the sales volume's too low. And so all of a sudden, like the competition ticked up a little bit over there, mm-hmm. but the sales volume ticked up even more. Competition a little bit and sales volume ticked up. So it got to the point where we're like, if you live in Europe, sell in Europe. Go sell in the UK, go yeah. sell in yeah. Germany, uh, because there's enough sales volume on there to justify saying, forget it, I don't need to sell in the US. If you live in the U.S., we're still going to recommend you sell in the U.S., probably Canada as well, also sell in the U.S. Uh, but if you're over in one of those markets, then like absolutely go for it. For sure, yeah. There's a lot more options, right? There's so many different marketplaces that you can do research on because the yeah. research you might do on Amazon.com of different opportunities, different trends, competition might be totally different on Amazon.ca or .co.uk, yeah. these different platforms. Um, so the opportunity, is great. I agree with you. I know um, Jeff Bezos... I think last year became the richest man in the world. I'm not sure if he still is or not, but just the stock of Amazon had grown so much. I know that they're expanding by, they bought Whole Foods, right? So that's pretty crazy I just saw an article, they were saying like people are speculating that they may buy Target as well. Oh wow. Which is kind of nuts. I mean, that's one of these massive retailers that's been in place forever. It used to be kind of, you know, the, the Amazon, them and Walmart. And now Amazon's just grown so much, and then Target's like, I don't know how we're going to make money still. And so Amazon, I guess, you know, who knows if it'll happen, but it is interesting. For sure. So do you see any other um, of the reta- online retailers or offline retailers being any threat to Amazon? Because I know there's Alibaba, there's yeah. Walmart still, um, Shopify, of course. I think yeah. Amazon will probably buy Shopify at some point anyways. But do you see any of those as any threat to the Amazon and what they've been able to build? Yeah, I mean, so we're always on the lookout. I mean, we're, we would love there to be another platform that was just right. a massive threat that you could go sell on because we know we can figure it out. We know we could help people really crush it on there. But, like, I mean, we're not sitting here. We're not Amazon spokespeople. Like, we could yeah. care less. We don't necessarily care if it's selling on Amazon or selling somewhere else. It's just the best opportunity. It's where everyone wants to buy. It's where everyone already has a credit card stored. It's where you can automate a lot of this stuff. And it's where there's already a lot of buyers. Uh, so it makes the process so much easier. Like, I don't know about you, but every time, like, I have to go buy something, like, from a store other than Amazon, I just, like, instantly regret it. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if their website's going to work. I'm gonna have to, yeah. yeah, especially on Black Friday yeah. or, like, times like that, too. Yeah, it's just painful. It's like you have to fill out all kinds of things you haven't had to fill out in two years on Amazon, address, credit card number, and all that sort of stuff. And so it's just just kind of how the world is now. Um, So, I mean, I wouldn't say there's really anything else uh, that is like a big threat to Amazon. I mean, China is its own kind of animal. Like, they're very uh, kind of closed to outside businesses going over there and becoming dominant players. Um, You know, I, I know back in the day, Yahoo had some issues, eBay had issues, and all that sort of stuff. And so Alibaba and, you know, some sort of other platforms over there uh, do extremely well, and Amazon may never get that great of a foothold over there. So if you live in China, maybe we're having a completely different conversation, uh, unless you want to sell, like a lot of people do, uh, in the U.S. or in, or in Europe. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in any market outside of China, I mean, there really isn't another sort of like massive player, unless you're talking about some um, that I'm not honestly that familiar with. I know there's some different platforms over in other parts of Asia 
and maybe a few other places like platforms that I don't live over there, so I'm not that familiar with. But any of the kind of like the very sort of major developed markets. I mean, Amazon is kind of the main game for sure. And what you know, someone that's watching this, if they want to get started and build an Amazon business, what are some tips or things that they should know before venturing in, before doing research, before launching a product? Yeah, uh, I mean, so the model that we've always taught is not going out there and trying to you know invent a product opportunity. I mean, that's where we've seen people get in a lot of trouble. Because uh, they'll be like, you know what, like, I like shoes, so I'm going to go out there and create some shoes and I'm going to sell them. And uh, you say selling on Amazon is great, then great, I'm going to go sell some shoes on Amazon. And then they wonder why it never picks up, why they have all these weird issues, because it's kind of a unique category uh, that you don't face in other categories. And they run into a lot of problems and they don't really understand like what happened. Another example is my... Uh, my wife's uh, stepmom's family, like they've owned this steel business forever. And so they have a steel business and they went out there and decided they were going to sell because they, they knew I, I help people sell stuff on Amazon. They were going to go sell some steel on Amazon. They're like, can you help me? I'm like, no freaking way. I was like, I have no idea how to sell <laughs> chunks of steel on Amazon. And yeah. so um, the first thing is making sure it's a product people are already buying there. Because yeah. uh, otherwise you're kind of, it's a gamble. It's like you're just rolling the dice and hoping that you're going to be able to get something to take off there. You're going to create demand out of thin air. Uh, so unless you've got some sort of other channel that's really working well, like if you're a big brand, uh, like I, I don't know how long GoPro's been selling on Amazon, but just as an example, they built up this massive brand. They didn't need Amazon to get that brand off the ground because they had social media and a very unique kind of branding and direct marketing approach. And then they added Amazon. And sure, they're selling well on Amazon because they already had all this stuff going on outside of there. But if you're like one of us, and like if you're creating a brand from scratch and you don't have anything, then it needs to be something people are already buying, and that's what we know how to do. That's what you can actually capitalize on, where you're kind of out marketing and building, potentially building an audience and, and that kind of thing, but it's based on existing demand, not demand you're trying to create. Awesome. And then you guys teach the private label model, so you can yeah. find manufacturers that are already making that product already, yeah. so you don't have to invent anything, and you can just put your own lab label, your own brand packaging, branding, all that sort of stuff on it, ship it to Amazon, Amazon does the fulfillment for you. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you too then, how can you differentiate yourself? How can you stand out from maybe other products that are also selling a similar item on Amazon as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as many people buying stuff on Amazon, there's a lot of different people that may be buying the same exact product, but they all have different needs. Uh, so say, for example, like a, a balancing product. Could be a balance board, a balance pad, whatever. It's kind of a fitness product. You can have somebody who's like an elite martial artist. Right. Their needs are going to be different than an 80-year-old person who's trying to do some rehab so they don't fall and hurt themselves. Yeah. Completely different needs, completely different products. Now, there's different routes you can go here. So, like, you could literally create a separate kind of product that maybe has some actual modifications to the product. So, not going out there patenting and doing sort of any of that stuff. It's literally talking with the supplier and being like, hey, I think this should be a little thicker, a little thinner. Can you maybe add a handle here? And these aren't things that are going to require, you know, six to 12 months to get done. The supplier would be like, yeah, cool. Like, no problem. We've done that before. Uh, we can make a few modifications, not an issue. Or may maybe it needs to be taller so it's harder or shorter so it's uh, less difficult, safer for somebody who's maybe older. No problem. So you could do that. Or you could literally just tailor right. the marketing, the yeah. packaging, the instructions to a different market. And so this could literally be the balance board for 
rehab, or it could be the balance board right. for elite performance. Um, so there's lots of different ways. You can sort of really narrow in on the market. And the way you can kind of find stuff out like that is maybe you're kind of seeing it out there because you're familiar with the market, or you just go out there and start researching. Like, if you find a product that looks like a good opportunity, read all the reviews, read all the descriptions, and if this concept makes sense for that market, you'll find that stuff in there. You'll find people saying, find uh, patterns in there where people are like, yeah, this is product is great, but I had this issue. Right. And you'll start seeing that time and time again. You're like, hey, this is probably a big concern of people, yeah. uh, a market that's kind of not being met here. So that's one way to differentiate with an existing opportunity. Another way is if you kind of want to go after the same market, same opportunity, you don't necessarily want to uh, go after a niche within that market, is to make the product better. Um, look at what they're doing wrong and make the same exact product, but better. Better instructions, better packaging, better quality, address some of the concerns people are having. So you're not necessarily trying to carve off your own niche here, which is a perfectly good approach. You're going after the same market, but you're just creating a product that'll be more attractive to people. And so you're sort of taking over that market. Mm, awesome, I love it. So. To summarize, Amazon is still alive and well. Tons of opportunity. Amazon's going to continue to grow and expand and you know, differentiating. I love that. And just making sure that you're doing the research so that you know what people are buying, what the demands, the trends are, so that you can get in front of those people. So yeah, sure. I want to wrap this video up, um, but I want to thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys are interested in more Amazon FBA training videos, then go to www.projectlifemastery.com FBA. Okay, projectlifemaster.com slash FBA. I'll have a link in the description as well. And I'll share with you guys more about the amazing selling machine. I've got more uh, training videos there for you as well to learn more about the Amazon opportunity and a lot of different subjects. So thanks for watching. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.